0: thanks for coming
1: hey girl
0: thanks for coming
1: well hello and thanks for coming america my name is seth what's yours hey jamal's back hi stoney's here hey everyone welcome back to another fun week at thanks for coming the most magically gay podcast we are back 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 again to recap some fun new drag television shows we have celebrity drag race first and then after the break we will be talking about the newest episode of we're here on hbo
0: yes love that show it's been a fun week in tv yeah season finale of celebrity drag race 2 girl oh yeah will it be renewed we don't know (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Hopefully, during a time where there's not already a season going on. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> so, this weekend celebrity drag race, uh, I guess we'll start with our celebrity guest drag gurus. We had Alyssa Edwards, yes. Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Yes and monique car yeah. stunning uh,
2: very stunning <laughs> stunning
1: <laughs> her entrance like little line i'm like she's really still trying to make brown cow stunning happen we have
2: to let it go love you monique but girl let's pick a new animal
1: for real and it was a little long too her her um entrance line was a little awkward <laughs>
2: yeah you c- it was definitely one to like practice or you'd fumble and Rue's like, get the shot. <laughs> uh.
1: Catch her failing. <laughs> yes. I was excited to see a Miss Ve- Nessa, Vanjie, Mateo. She was looking like really cool. Like I like this. I feel like that's a new look for her.
2: Yeah. Vanjie I've noticed online. She's been giving us, um, I think Stoney might've said it earlier, like, um, like pop princess with hip hop like foundation vibes like i'm loving (laughs) the looks um vanjie's been serving and you know i love a good baby hairs laid 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 oh yeah it was correct vanjie
1: definitely and of course we had Alyssa edwards back everyone was excited about that um they were not as mad about seeing her a second time as they were um with the black queen bob
2: Ooh, tea
1: yeah everyone was much excited to see the white queen return
2: we really need to calm down if any of you toxic viewers of the show are watching. like We we go up for Alyssa just as much as we go up for Bob. We love both of those queens for different reasons. And yeah, let's get it
1: together.
0: Yeah, people are bored. Like, really bored, I feel like. Really fucking bored.
1: <laughs> for real, girl. I don't know. I was like, I, I don't know. People are ridiculous. I don't want to make this a whole big discussion, but... I was happy to see Bob back, and I guess it was nice to see Alyssa, too. <laughs> yeah,
2: I always love seeing Bob. And come on, this episode, Alyssa was just giving us, like, evil stepmother that you <laughs> never knew you wanted. Like, she just looks so good all the time.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so let's introduce our celebrity uh, contestants. Uh, we had Haley Kyoko um phoebe robinson and madison beer hey
2: queens welcome to the show i was um definitely familiar with phoebe robinson because um i was a fan am a fan of two dope queens that's a podcast um comedy is not my go-to genre for viewing or listening but that was a really good show and i'm pretty sure she's put out a book as well
0: yeah, I didn't know any of these people. I did know about Two Dope Queens, and <laughs> I didn't. And I am a fan of like Jessica Williams, but I guess I didn't recognize her um, partner
2: in crime. Yeah, so fair.
0: But the other two, definitely, I don't even know like what they did or anything. I had to Google like all of them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I knew who Haley Kiyoko is. Uh, she, I know her as a singer. I don't listen to her music, but. Um she is a lesbian so I'm happy to support her. And then I knew I didn't know who Phoebe Robinson is but now I want to cuz she was really awesome on the show. She's
2: she's just a hot mess in the best way like if you listen to um watch clips of her stand up and listen to the podcast of course she's just a ball of silly and so fun.
1: Yes and then there was Madison Beer. So <laughs> um we move on to several uh challenges, they went into old lady drag and that was interesting.
2: <laughs> I have such a good time watching old lady drag. Like, do you guys enjoy it as much as I do? I thought it was funny.
1: Yeah, I think that um Allison Mossy was mad she wasn't there for this one. <laughs> yeah.
2: That would be her um shtick, wouldn't it?
1: I mean
0: Old Lady Drag is fun, especially when you have like a twerking granny. R- yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of mad no one went full Medea, but I guess we'll let this one pass. Yes,
2: missed opportunity. I feel like
1: <laughs> Vangie
2: kind of
0: has like a Medea voice in a way. <laughs>
1: sort of, yeah. Ooh, that's
2: a drag name coming to the stage. Missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> story of my life. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, that so that lo- they did that. Um, then they did a audition for um uh, a, a fake role that was never gonna happen <laughs> I don't know um just to kind of see like I guess more so their levels of confidence than anything yep um I think Haley was the one struggling a little bit in this part.
2: yeah Haley was interesting to watch this episode and um we'll touch on it of course, but she went on a like emotional journey so I think like at this point, of the show she was still trying to figure out like okay how do I be myself and make this funny but you know still get through the challenge I think she was just in her head a little bit
1: yeah she's definitely in her head a lot um she I think is uh you know has a hard time connecting to her femininity Mm -hmm. and um so over the challenge you kind of see her struggling with that and then in the end I guess she you know seems to feel more confident and more pretty so um that's sort of her journey mm-hmm. um Madison's journey was like I don't know <laughs> trying to get famous I don't know I it was just interesting
0: Madison just she reminded me kind of a, of a Kardashian the way she spoke she just seemed so uninterested in everything that she was doing
2: is very like stereotypical like uh, I'm from la and
0: yeah i'm
2: here you know just very kind of like dragged out dry fry but um again i didn't know who she was so i didn't really know what to expect from her and yeah we needed a little bit of life from i mean what
0: she was saying was nice and all like it seemed like she wanted to be there it was just the way that she was coming off seemed very like uninterested
1: yeah well and and the whole story about her grandfather just seemed like forced like she's like what's the reason I'm going to tell people that I'm coming <laughs> on this show? She's kind
2: of like that fucking, um, what's her name that Crystal did in Snatch Game? Poppy. She's like, is she a robot <laughs> or is she a doll? I wasn't sure, but she's pretty.
1: Like, I don't know. I Just personally, girls like that annoy me because they just are so pretty. And they're like, my life is so hard <laughs> and people just don't know the real me. <laughs> And I just want to show people who I really am. And I'm like, you've never had to try to do anything. Uh, there is no real you. You're just boring. And like, no.
2: I don't care. Oh, my gosh. I'm dying over here. There is the tea. Um,
1: Sorry. I was like, do I be nice? Like, I, mean, I don't want to like alienize her fans, but like, I really don't like You're her. being
2: honest. And, yeah, you. there has to be kind of like a sense of awareness when you're Especially when you're an entertainer, um, you should be used to like doing interviews. Just I don't know. It would have been nice to see a lighter side of her. Maybe that is just her personality, but yeah, girl, we're all judged for things, so it welcome would, to our world.
0: It also would have been like interesting, too, if she would actually like done drag when she was on the show, instead of just wearing a corset. <laughs>
2: and that um, skirt. Uh, hoops. Yeah, yeah. A hoop skirt, yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, I don't know. She could have pushed it, especially if
2: Violet (laughs) Chachki is like your fave.
0: Right. And I don't know. She like took off the hoop skirt during the lip sync. So it was like, okay, now it's, this really is not drag. Like you're literally just wearing a wig and a corset.
2: And that's the whole point of drag, right? (laughs) Even if you are a bio queen, you kind of have to, okay. You had flowers all over your dress, but push it out. Those boundaries, like drag is big and loud and very sparkly. So where's a sparkle? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know it was just uh, it was just kind of felt forced. I don't know who she is, um, and it's just like I don't know. It it is what it is. So let's just I don't know move on. <laughs> sure. Um. So then after this, uh, they all were getting into. Well, they picked their mentors. Uh, Madison got um, Monique Hart. and Phoebe got Alyssa Edwards. Yes. And. Kaylee Kyoko got Miss Van G.
2: Yes, I think um, Phoebe definitely made, and she told us in her talking head, of course, she picked Alyssa because she is not a dancing queen herself. So she needs the dancing queen to help her
1: out. <laughs> yes. So in the main challenge, they have to um, sort of perform this little mini rusical, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. um, of uh, of a track that their mentor sang on and I was like lol when Haley went (laughs) she had to lip sync to Miss Vanjie's like gravelly ass voice I know
2: and it's (laughs) it was so funny and appropriate I think with um how she pulled that off because she did really well um Vanjie's so animated so if that is the voiceover of the song or whatever you're lip syncing like you have to match that energy or Push it beyond, and I think she did a really good job doing that.
1: Yeah, and I love Phoebe. I think I like Phoebe's look the most in this because she had that giant pink fauxhawk. Yeah, and that cool like pink like sort of hoop skirt, hoop dress sort of thing. The bright pink. Yeah,
2: it's almost like if um, the Powerpuff Girls had a black den mother that like took care of them, and like this is how you slay, honey. i love that look
1: this is how you do it (laughs) this is how you do it (laughs) Yes, i was
2: feeling that look the most as well
1: yeah i like that a lot but i think all the girls in in the actual challenge i think they all did a good job um then yeah then we get to the lip sync and that was nice i liked here um again i liked phoebe's look or i'm sorry i liked Haley's look in the in the Runway lip sync because it was made out of cotton candy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that was the best look, in my opinion. That was just I love that look so much.
2: (laughs) I did um, love that one, of course, too. I was kind of getting Alaska season five nods on um, the candy challenge on that runway um, I loved it. That was like instant recall. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like what Alaska did almost, but more colors. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, Phoebe, she's so funny. she's a New York City queen. Um, Brooklyn I think is her hub. So um of course we had the taxi reference and yellow is my colour, okay?
1: Yeah, I-, I liked it too. I liked the taxi look a lot. I thought it was uh sort of like giving us a little bit of Pandora box mm-hmm. with the, the headpiece. Mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Very much so.
1: Um and a little bit of uh, maybe Manila Luzon in there, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I just didn't like it's just kind of hard to compete when you have a whole ass dress. <laughs> of cotton candy. Yeah,
2: I mean, she did that. That was a good look um, that she picked and she served in that final lip sync in the outfit as well. Like she took the entire show, in my opinion, because your eyes just could not leave her
1: right I mean Madison she was like just kind of took her hoop part off and then it became the Victoria's Secret fashion show and she was just shaking her boobs for everybody and being like really sexual and um and I guess she thought that would make her win
2: well she did say she was a little nervous was it her in the back that said she was she was nervous about doing the lip sync and Mm -hmm. maybe she just doesn't know how to dance but hey she got up there and she did that for the Trevor project so thank you (laughs) queen
1: Maybe she came on the show to try and get a personality. <laughs>
2: Seth is not here for it, okay? He's like, <laughs> she can go.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. You'd be really
2: pissed if Rue um, made them all winners. <laughs> I would have been like, hell no.
1: <laughs> like, we we could have tied Phoebe and uh, Haley, but no Madison for sure. <laughs> Madison can go back to whatever... Princess house that she lives in, where she doesn't have to lift a hand ever, and has the roughest life in her in the world. I'm gonna do
2: some homework. I'm going to hop on the YouTube and pull up some performances of both um, her and Haley just to get a little familiarized. Because my first thought was like she's from the Nickelodeon or Disney circuit, but I have I don't watch TV. From <laughs> what I read, it I was like she was discovered
0: yeah. by Justin Bieber from YouTube or something.
1: She had sex with Justin Bieber, and now she has a career. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly, don't sue us. I don't know. But I'm not. I'm. I'm personally not going to look into Madison Beer's quote-unquote career, because um, I don't want to give her the click. Oh hey,
2: that is fine.
1: <laughs> and with, uh, and with that, we will just announce that Haley Kiyoko won this episode. And she won money for Planned Parenthood. Planned
2: Parenthood.
1: Planned Parenthood.
2: <laughs> yeah, I really liked her winner speech. It was very sweet. And we all know how important it is to support organizations like the Planned Parenthood. So very happy to see this win. And again, another week with really great organizations and charities to serve on the runway for.
1: Yes. So that is the final episode of Celebrity Drag Race. You guys, we did it. It's over. We got
2: through it, y'all. It wasn't all bad. I think for podcasters especially of like shows if you, the show is just out of nowhere, there's like 3 episodes a week. It's like a lot. So I was a little annoyed with the timing, but I ended up enjoying it in the end.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was <laughs> um it happened. Yay. <laughs> I love celebrity drag race.
2: We know the producers are listening. So let's see what happens next season.
1: We'll be your correspondents next season, girl. <laughs> as long as you let us help you choose the celebrities.
2: <laughs> Ooh, that's a fun game.
1: Like we need Troy Sivan on there. Like, I don't know. I got lots of, I got lots of names and I'm not afraid to name them. If you hire us.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. Cardi B she would just be a complete funny shit show could you imagine cardi b coming on drag race that
0: would be worth
1: it to have a season two i guess yeah
0: yeah
2: okay (laughs) for sure Uh, that's what i need
1: all right yes well stay tuned i guess we'll see um maybe the second season will start next week i don't know (laughs) we'll find out help us Uh, (laughs) help all right you guys we'll take a quick break here and then we come back we're going to talk about a fun show that we really love hbo's we're here stay tuned
2: hey everyone thanks for coming we wanted to take a moment to check in on you listener to make sure you're
0: taking care of yourselves during these corona not so tastic times These are crazy and unique times, so it's extra important to mind your self-care and to not get wrapped up in things you simply cannot control. Coronavirus should be taken seriously, and the guidelines that the people of the world have to follow are simple. Practice
2: social distancing, disinfect surfaces regularly, wear a mask and disposable gloves if possible, stay home, work remotely if you can, and only leave the house for essential errands.
0: And wash your damn hands, people.
2: Remember to log off if you need a break from news or coverage during the pandemic. Give yourself social media breaks to detox and recharge. Find some fun at home and have a virtual kiki with family and friends to keep your spirits up. Get lost in some new music
0: discoveries as well. Or better yet, listen to our podcast. If you're a new listener of the show, first of all, welcome. We're so happy to have you. Remember to leave us a review and rate us Five hallelujah stars wherever
2: you listen to our show that's right hallelujah stars thank you in advance you can find us on social media at tfc pod or visit us on our website thanksforcomingpodcast.com if you're feeling lonely and don't have anyone to shade with feel free to drop us a line at tfcpod at gmail.com
0: oh and one other thing you're not my real dad and you never will be anyways back to the show
1: hey everyone welcome back to the second part of this fun midweek podcast we're gonna be talking about hbo's we're here
2: so fun this show has been just super addicting like there's any person that watches a show like i challenge you like there's no way you can start an episode and turn it off or not tune in for the next episode it's just so good
0: yeah, I'm like this is one of those shows I'm just always looking forward to, like when it's uh Wednesday or Thursday or whatever. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited to keep watching it. It's, it's sad that there's only six episodes.
1: Yeah, Sony just found out there's only six episodes this season, so we're really hoping they come back for a second season.
2: Seriously, that would be great. And this is art and content that we need, especially on an Platform like HBOs, like this is just the perfect setting for a show like this. So please, please, please bring it back.
1: A hundred percent. And also, before we get too far into this episode, just want to give a quick trigger warning because we may be talking about suicide in this second part. So if that's something that you don't want to hear, just would probably be best for you to skip this part of the podcast. But if you are able to listen to us i don't know i'm rambling please if you're still here we love you (laughs) listen to our podcast (laughs) but just wanted to you know be fair and let people know that um that topic will be discussed unfortunately absolutely so uh yes so in this episode of we're here we are in farmington new mexico and um, i like the little intro little skit they did sort of like a roswell tribute
2: (laughs) Yeah, their intros, I like how they start the show because it's just, like, the girls on the town, but they're arriving at a new location, and they're all, like, big, big personality drag queens, so they're just so extra and funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know what's crazy? When they filmed this, they probably didn't know they were recreating the stupid love music video.
2: You know? Oh, yeah. That's a good point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jamal was, like, thought they were, like... I don't know, like even gayer Teletubbies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I <see> that's it. <laughs> like
2: I—I I imagine that's like the Teletubbies' final form. Like they turn <laughs> into one of these three queens.
1: Yeah, and this one, the purple Teletubbies, definitely gay. <laughs> 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 I loved Bob's look a lot, mm-hmm. Um and. Yeah, I like the other looks. Eureka looked fine and Shangela was looking real cute. Yeah,
2: Bob was always stealing the show. Um, Yeah, Bob is Bob. What can you say?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love Bob because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Bob just really connects with his, you know, like people that he's mentoring so well. Mm -hmm.
2: He has a way. All of the queens have kind of like a special power that they have in connecting with the people they help. But I think with Bob, he is somebody that you know, a queer person of color has also dealt with a lot of stuff in his life. So he not saying Eureka or Shangela have not, obviously all the Queens have had their own journeys as well, but Bob has this special way of being able to really dive into the soul of whoever he's helping and just really gets down in there. And it's nice to see that kind of more vulnerable side of Bob because, Oh, it's the comedy queen. They have to be funny all the time. Like you're the funny queen, be funny. And that's not what the queens are here to do. That's not just one. That's not the one thing I do as Bob, the drag queen. So this is lovely seeing Counselor Bob.
1: I want that um, trench coat that says queen on the back of it so bad. Yeah, that was fair. Wherever you got that, let us know, Bob. Please. <laughs> it's like
2: I had it made. Probably. <laughs>
1: Um, so let's start discussing. Let's start with um Jasmine, who is mentored by Shangela.
2: Excuse us. Their name is Nicole, and we are trash.
1: Um, so Jasmine is a mid 30 year old black woman who uh enjoys wearing clothes men men's clothing. That's what she feels most comfortable wearing. Mm-hmm. And she, I guess, um, gets misgendered a lot as a man because of how she dresses and is wanting to go on this journey to kind of find her connection to her feminine side.
2: Yeah. And this is um, I love having this story on the show because this is something I feel like personally anyway, on my timelines and queer content that I consume that you don't really hear about it's usually we're talking about people going on the trans journey and wanting to be called their respective pronouns. And this is the flip side, kind of, because, hey, I'm just a woman over here. I just, yes, I happen to wear, like, a cute vest and a tie and some slacks, you know? But, hey, I'm still a woman over here. It's fine. So I liked... As uh... <laughs> As Ms. Cracker says, I'm a (laughs) woman. Yes, exactly that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought it it was her story was really interesting um, just because too, like working kind of in a professional environment, like as somebody that isn't like a straight, like white person, you're kind of have to deal with all of that to just, you know, kind of being an outsider. So I thought that was also very interesting.
2: Yeah, Lena Waithe kind of talks about this. I forget on what platform um, or what interview, but Lena Waith is a huge writer, of course, in the um, industry. She's really hot right now. Um,
1: Former guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, yes, right? Yes,
2: correct. Uh, Master of None, show she popped up on. Um, she talked about cutting off her dreads because she had a similar hairstyle as Jasmine, just the kind of um, really low-cut sides, and then braids up top, but Lena had long, gorgeous dreads, and she kind of talks about how she hung on to that because she was afraid of going full chop and dealing with the things Jasmine are dealing with right now.
1: Definitely. I loved loved her story. I love that she works in the local LGBT center, Mm -hmm. Um, so that was really cool. Also, what else oh she's a lawyer a public defender mm-hmm. that's super yeah, cool
2: that's pretty awesome Stony was telling me a little bit about it but from what I hear it's not an easy job
1: yeah I wouldn't imagine <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so she was really cool um she wanted to feel a little bit more feminine so she kind of in her drag performance she came out with um sort of like a, a high high top is that what yep, you yeah high
2: top not necessarily <laughs> a fade but high top hair it was like <laughs> kid and play down but way more glam
1: definitely and I, and she came out in um some sort of like uh um
2: like a jumpsuit
1: what would you yeah like a jumpsuit i guess you would say and then she was able to take it off and had this like big sparkly like jumpsuit underneath mm. and yeah she looked good um she did a really good performance her makeup
2: was beautiful. It. it was so good looking
1: Oh my God. We also have to talk about Shangela's performance to start the show. Cause Holy, I was tired just watching her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shangela is just this ball of energy. Like, I don't know what Shangela, I can't imagine Shangela just sitting still anywhere. Like she's just always going. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>
1: a- <laughs> And then like gave a whole speech like afterwards. I was like how are you not like just laying down in the back trying not to die. I know.
2: <laughs> just full cardio queen just killing it.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm ready to see
0: Shangela live. That needs yes. to happen. Yes. That would be a good show.
1: Definitely. Um but yeah, so with um with um Jasmine, I thought that her story was really cool like personally um, I didn't connect with it as much as the other two stories, but I think that it is an important story for a lot of people that are watching the show. Um, and I am happy that they have there's like her representation on 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 the show, because mm-hmm. even though it's like I don't connect to that, you know, I'm sure there's a ton of people that do. You know, there's all sorts of walks of life in our community, and I'm happy to have them represented on the show.
2: Yeah, it's so important. And just for the education alone, there are so many, you know, ignorant assholes in our own community. So it's nice to learn about others, isn't it, kids?
1: (laughs) It sure is. (laughs) All right, let's move on to Nicole. Uh, I'm sorry, to we just talked about. I'm sorry. I called her Jasmine, but her name is Nicole. Ah, uh, I ways. was right.
0: I was thinking it was sorry. No, you're fine. I thought it was Nicole too, but then I didn't want to correct you. So cause
1: I got my names mixed up. It was Nicole. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was, Nicole.
0: Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry, girl. Love you. Your story is the best. All right, let's go on to Stacy and real Jasmine. <laughs> um, Jasmine is the daughter of Stacy and, um, so this uh, duo is mentored by Eureka O'Hara. And these two strong women are processing the suicide of of um, Stacy's daughter and Jasmine's sister, mm-hmm. DJ.
2: Yep, DJ took her own life, um, just dealing with the struggles of figuring out who she was as a queer person and where she fit in and herself and, and her community. And that's a sad, terrible end. But um it's nice to see her represented by her family on the show.
0: Yeah, it was it was a really sad story and you could tell that um everyone loved DJ. Like I was shocked when they were talking about there was, like, over 500 people that, like, showed up to DJ's uh, funeral. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's, like, amazing. Like, she was obviously, like, really loved. And I thought it was awesome that, you know, her mom and uh, sister, like, kind of wanted to do this just to kind of, like, honor DJ and Mm -hmm. kind of just to help them get through, like, the grieving process as well. So,
1: Mm -hmm definitely yeah i thought it was really nice i mean we got to hear lots of great stories about dj about her helping others even her parents didn't know her mom didn't know she was doing a lot of these Mm -hmm. things so you know it just really shows that she's selfless in her actions and uh, i I thought it was really nice they had the group together to just sort of like talk about dj and that sort of thing you know i i'm sure that's therapeutic for them a lot
2: oh yeah i i love that scene as well it's um Everyone grieves differently and not everyone's a talker, but it's so important to share those types of feelings, especially so they don't turn into anything dark and you end up hindering your own growth and process in life. So it was really great moment. Miss Eureka.
1: Definitely. Um, So then um, they kind of move into their performance and their performance um. Well, their re- their motivation for their performance is to obviously to honor DJ One, and then also to sort support her as a queer person. Mm-hmm. So their performance was really really emotional. Um, they all kind of come out in black, these like black solid black cloaks, and they're you know it's a very emotional song. And then they just have their this like moment, the music's building and they just open their arms and their outfits turn into wings like it goes to white. Like so they're in the dark and then the wings come out and they're in the light now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could kind of look at it as like, you know, that's, you know, an angel that's like DJ basically. Yeah,
2: yeah the dove flying off into the sky. I thought it was so like the imagery and just the effect that it had on stage because when they came out, it was like, Oh, cloak or robe. Like they're just going to like take them off and throw them to the side. So that added element of the whole thing being built into one piece, the reveal was very, very cool to see during that performance.
1: Definitely. That was so cool. I thought it was just such a great way to honor DJ Mm -hmm. And it was just very emotional. I don't know. It's just so sad, like, a mom having to bury their own kid. And, I mean, it was only a year, it only happened a year before they shot Mm -hmm. this, so it's still pretty fresh. I mean, a year's a long time, but that's such a sad thing. Like, her mom was sleeping with a piece of her clothing on a pillow just to sort of, like, remember her. I I mean, you can just see how how much she's suffering. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty heavy stuff. Definitely. It's really a lot, and I hope that, you know, like, I know we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race and we talk about other shows, but really like, I hope we just can like show people like DJ that it's okay to be who you are. And um, if you ever need anybody to talk to, feel free to reach out. I've talked to so many people um, through our Twitter that in, in the DMs, I just don't mind doing it. Like, you know, if there's some, even if it's just like one thing happening and like needs, you need someone to talk you through the night, feel free to DM us. Um, you can also call the Trevor Project. Their phone number is one eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. And there are races for you. Um, and if you are having these thoughts, you know, reach out to them. Or I would just implore you to just wait the night out and see how you feel in the morning. So, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, you know, please take a moment. And like Seth said, just um, easier said than done. But try not to make any hasty decisions and give us or the trevor project a call if you feel any differently
1: definitely so that was stacy and jasmine's story um so now we will move on to the final story and that is with nate he is a uh, member of the navajo tribe and he's a photographer Mm -hmm. and he is being mentored by bob the drag queen shout
2: out to all of our indigenous peoples
1: Yes, I really love um, the uh, Native American photography. I've like gone I've seen some exhibits on that t- topic in <laughs> museums, and it's just so interesting.
2: It's very cool to see. Um, I always enjoyed learning about different um, <clears throat> cultures and places in the world, and of course, you know, growing up in America, you get a version of. Um, Native American and Indigenous people history, but I've always found it, as a person of color myself, way more interesting when you hear it from the mouth of the people from the place or from the culture or background, so I really, like, love seeing that photography. I love that this is a queer person putting that spin on it, and what people don't really um, remember or recall when they hear about Indigenous tribes anywhere around the world a lot of those tribes actually recognize um your queer spirits and listeners please correct me if I'm explaining this wrong but they will say like oh you're a male body with a female spirit and it's just like part of who they are I can't speak for all tribes but from what I've learned it seems to be a little more accepting than other cultures but of course there's still hard times and trials and tribulations
1: definitely yeah. I know uh yeah I know like sexuality is definitely and gender is a big mm-hmm. thing in the Native American like I know it's not it's kind of not accepted from what I've seen um just like I feel like you get outcasted and things like that I've seen I don't know I mean this is not like a reputable source but <laughs> this is stupid but I watched an episode of catfish and the catfish was like this Native American girl um who was playing as a guy to catfish a girl because she's like, uncomfortable with her sexuality, mm-hmm. and, like, she's, like, this is not accepted in, in our... Um, in our, And there's a term, and I don't know what the term is, um, for people that are gay, or I'm sorry, not gay, that are, like, basically what Jamal was saying, but there's, like, this term that I think is really kind of, like, interesting, but if I find it, I'll tweet yeah, about it. Yeah, and we definitely don't um, want to
2: sugarcoat. Like, when I say accepted, I mean, like, people... In those groups, will say, "Oh, this is who or how they are," and accepted being that. At least there's a term for it it's in
0: their culture. That way, basically, it's not really acceptance. More like this is what's going on. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, and people like Nate too, sa- and um, also he had a couple friends from their local um, Native American queer community that were with him. So maybe these three, you know, they're really like the the spearhead, like people trying to make progress for the native american people to be more accepting of um of this and it sounds like to me that's kind of like there's a history these people were celebrated in in the history of the native american tribes and now um just i guess the uh christianity was sort of uh over you know overtook their teachings or maybe yeah
2: because if you do that history research like I've read, those figures were absolutely celebrated in a different time.
1: Definitely. I also like Nate's friend um, who is a drag queen also, and I found her um, on Instagram, and her name is Lady Shug. Ooh, Ooh, I like that name. So you can find her on Instagram at Lady Shug Drag S-H-U-G Drag. Um... So I found her and yeah, I love I loved seeing her in the um uh in the crowd of the performance, like totally done up, looking mm-hmm. stunning. Um, this was like a such this one performance I was really wowed by because they really went Bob took all the steps to make this really cool. Um, so Nate comes out in this just completely white robe and um they are like showing pictures of him and like Pictures he's taken of other Native American people, just projecting it, like
2: projecting the photos onto the
1: garment, right. And and that was so cool. And then eventually, throughout the show, um, they or throughout the performance, Bob takes off a sleeve and then another sleeve, and they just show this, this really cool patchwork outfit. Um, and I thought it was really interesting, like the the way the makeup was. It's kind of one side was like blue, ones. Um, pink and you know it's just sort of like representing I guess maybe it being too spirited maybe that's what the term I was looking for I think you're right I don't know or you're on the right track <laughs> there's know.
2: something like that but no this performance was really cool because we're getting like our um mad Frankenstein what's his name Dr. Frankenstein the mad scientist oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how the show started and coming out in like the white that's like the scientist. And then when you break away each part of the garment, even the stitching and the different color makeup, it's just showing like all the little pieces that makes this one individual. So the imagery there was just like really well done by Bob and was so powerful on stage.
1: Definitely. And then you see, um, they had like ladies should there, um, and other native American people with their, with their fists raised yes. and signs, and i was just like holy shit they are not fucking around yeah
0: it was it was really good i think all like bob shangela and eureka they've all done a really good job like putting together these performances and really like i don't know taking the stories right and creating something unique for each and every single person Mm -hmm. so that's really cool
2: yeah it's really awesome that they all get like a little design team to work with them because it has to make the experience a little more personalized for all the people that come on to the show too like getting to have that kind of moment with um these queens of all the queens it's just a big deal and I'm sure it means quite a bit
1: and did you spot the uh, new addition to the design team this episode
2: I'm not recalling it right now maybe
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you see Layla McQueen
2: oh no I definitely missed I missed that, that.
1: Not not in drag, of course, but I, I saw Layla, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Layla. How
2: did I miss that? Layla's cute out of drag.
1: It was a really, cute, like, quick moment. Okay. <laughs> like, if you, if you blinked, you could have missed Damn, it. Damn, that's probably but, what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, so then, of course, I'm, like, you know, going down the rabbit hole and I'm looking at her Instagram, and this is the first episode of the season that she was on and involved with. Okay. So I, I don't know. I'm here for it. Her. I think it's really cool that they're using Layla McQueen more like with the celebrity drag race. And yeah. now with we're here. Mm-hmm. So good for Layla. Yeah.
2: The come up is coming on up. Love to see a queen.
1: <laughs> yes. So that was basically the episode. I don't know. I just think my favorite performance. I mean, I really enjoyed, um, Uh, Jasmine and her mom Stacy but I really liked Nate's performance the most and I just thought it was so powerful and it just says so much for like such an underrepresented like part of our community and I think that is just so good I don't know I just can't I think I had to like stop like after the performances was over just to take a moment to like fully right just be like this is really overwhelming i need to take a moment here (laughs) because i know he's probably gonna say something else that like makes like this makes me emotional um now i've been like a
2: hot mess on all the other episodes i think this was the first episode of we're here where my eyes they did not produce a tear they were a little misty but you know i didn't i didn't cry this time but my favorite performance Mm -hmm. is probably um nicole's just because she looked so fierce and I think all the messages that have been shown on the show so far are powerful in their own way, but I agree with Seth because that part of our community with um oh my gosh, what was his name? Their name Nate. Nate. Ugh, I'm on the struggle bus, listener. Sorry, <laughs> but I mean. That part of the queer community, you don't really see or hear of just based on what's being put out in the world right now. So it's nice that we're here and HBO sheds light on that because now it's opened so many more minds about that part of the community. Um, Just like Nicole's story, too. It's like, okay, we've got our trans family. But what about the people who are just living their lives and the gender they've also selected and are being, you know, misgendered on the daily. Like, there's so many other parts and nuances in the community. So, it's just nice that we are now all welcomed in and can go do our research and hopefully find more content so we can keep learning.
0: Yeah, and that's, that is the good thing about this show. I feel like every episode we've had a unique, like, situation for each person. Like, we haven't really repeated anything. True. Like, it's all been, like, unique Um things that have happened to each person or different circumstances for each person. So it's good that we're, you know, learning all this different situations, I guess. Mm -hmm.
1: Definitely. And I love the message of the show. So good. Like it just makes you feel like you're in a safe space for like an hour, you know, it just really, it just, and it celebrates being queer and gay and native American and trans and, everything you know like so it's just so great to have this kind of media out there like this is what I this is the type of like work that I would like really love to be doing as you guys know uh, I went to college for video and editing so like and I really love documentary footage I love like hearing people's stories and, and I don't know I just would love to be involved with like we're here so if somehow anybody is listening <laughs> to this like and you want someone help on season two like hit up your girl um, speak it into existence
2: but,
1: uh, yeah i'm speaking it out there for the world i don't know i just love this show so much i tell everybody about it. i try and convince people to watch it um i try to convince nikki from nikki needs an adult to watch it and i think she will eventually yeah um, we
2: understand everybody doesn't have hbo but if you can um, definitely check it out and of course they've got social media we're here and all that fun stuff where they share clips and photos so you can get into the gig that way
1: Yes, you can. All right, you guys. I think we've gushed about this show enough. Um, so next week, uh, we will obviously not have a new celebrity drag race to talk about. So we will be discussing the cast of Canada's Drag Race. And uh, we will be talking about the next episode of We're Here And we will be uh, coming to you with a live Instagram shortly. Stay tuned for that. Yes,
2: yes. It's in the works.
1: Yes. And we will be waiting to be sponsored by several members of the LGBT community. (laughs) 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 Um, Hi. (laughs) I would like to buy a new laptop because mine's 10 years old.
2: (laughs) Maybe we can end up on somebody's virtual pride. You never know.
1: (laughs) Girl, I would love to be a part of someone's virtual pride. Hit us up. <laughs> you don't have to pay it. A- oh, yeah, you can pay us a little bit. <laughs> Give
2: me a T-shirt. I'll do it for a T-shirt. Extra large. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, um, but yeah, it's just thanks again for coming to listen with us again this week, everyone. We'll be back next Tuesday with our regularly scheduled reunion episode of Season 12. I'm sure there'll be lots of tea. Oh,
2: you know it's just already on the floor.
1: (laughs) I'm sure Aiden has something to say. Oh my God, I forgot about Aiden. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) you said it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, enough rambling. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll be back to talk with you next week. But until then, Bye. bye.